Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 157, and today we'll be talking about the secret chart of Steven Universe's timeline. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So yes, uh, for anyone who was paying attention when the art book was created, there is a very tantalizing tidbit about a secret chart with 20,000 years of homeworld and Earth timeline, both past and future, hidden away in the Stephen Universe offices. We're going to be kind of talking about that a bit today. Yeah, I'm very jealous uh, that I am not Lion the Cat right now. Rebecca Sugar's cat and a few select other writers are the only ones to have seen the full 20,000 years of the Stephen Universe timeline. And... You know, honestly, many people have tried picking apart the tiny image of the of the paper uh, in the art book, but gotta be honest, it's pretty hard to read anything out here. Yeah, they they know what they're putting out, so even if you could decipher that, I don't think you'd get anything useful out of it. Now, what I wish, I wish I were Lion, uh, the character, with the ability to just portal into the offices when nobody's there. <laughs> I would hide high-resolution cameras in my main. Uh, we, we'd, we'd have that bad boy. Uh, we'd figure it out. Uh, I, the, the lack of thumbs would complicate things. I might need an accessory. <laughs> yeah, you might. I'll, I'll stay in your main and uh, try to sneak out whenever uh, no one's around working very hard on the show. Which I'm sure they are, mm. because I'm sure we're going to get a lot of new episodes <laughs> soon, eventually. We better. Salt, salt, salt. So let's see, using the salt to fuel myself. So it's pretty interesting that the chart is specifically mentioned to be 20,000 years of gem history. Uh, They both specifically say that it's thousands of years of the past and thousands of years of the future. What's more interesting is we, we kind of know that there's obviously some long history in the past. I mean, we have a war that happened 6,000 years ago, but the idea that they've also mapped out a future for the gems, Earth, thousands of years into the future, you know, how would they show that on screen? What does that mean? Why would they say that (laughs) in the book? That is so weird. Uh, And what would possibly give us the opportunity to see into the future? Maybe they'll be going with kind of like a Babylon 5 ending. Because Babylon 5 technically ends like a million years in the future. And even then they have an episode that's like a thousand years in the future, kind of as a stepping stone between here and there. But would you make a chart detailing all that out way before you ever touch the series finale? I mean, unless they do a whole bomb up like that would be crazy the last run of episodes in steven universes thousands of years in the future everyone else has died steven is alive ruling the jumpire i i don't even know <laughs> well you have to know uh how you got there to know make sure that where you end up makes sense and uh, they did say that in the book that rebecca sugar she kind of had a lot of stuff planned out but she also planned for a lot of stuff to be decided later So, I mean, I'm not sure how useful this chart would even be to us if we could, you know, break into the office lion style and take it. It would be very interesting, don't get me wrong, but I just hope that that chart gets published when the show is all said and done. Like, that would eat away at me, knowing that it's out there. (laughs) No, I, I feel that this crew really wants to share every part of their creative process. The, the art book reveals that they are all a 
about trying to, I mean, they're doing the same thing with their official podcast right now, just trying to encourage kids to be interested in every part of the writing and, and production process. Uh, so I, I feel like someday the image of this timeline will be shown. But what what you mentioned about the timeline maybe not even being that useful, Kat Morris actually describes in the book uh, the sort of like burn it down and start again uh, mentality yes. that they used. And I think that's really cool. And also the idea that they've written themselves into corners a lot of times, which mm-hmm. uh, I hate to tell you, Kat, we might have noticed that a few times too <laughs> from the viewer end. I do like pie. <laughs> right. It, it's interesting uh, how they take it in d- directions, though. And, you know, uh, I, I've criticized before things like the gem mutants or monsters being sort of forgotten as they move on to the next plot thread. But but really, they, they do a decent job with, you know, exploring an idea and then going off somewhere else. And, and maybe that idea from the past is going to is going to come back and, and, and affect the present again. What what's interesting to me is now that we're kind of out of the whole real mystery phase of Steven Universe, you know, Steven understands a lot of the context of his situation now. Oh, we're 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 exiting the we're exiting the world of wonder kind of mystery and mm-hmm. we're getting right into the Sherlock Holmes kind of mystery. Right. Now obviously season five is hinged on a big mystery, you know, who shattered Pink Diamond, but it's a lot different. And I feel like, you know, whether or not uh, we get a season six, season five is going to have to deal a lot with with this timeline. I feel like we're going to see a lot more of the gems past, uh, pearls past, especially most interesting, and roses, and and understanding you know why have they kept white diamond this long uh, a secret? And, and there's still more about lion. Sure, we know lion's origin now, but that origin's pretty empty. Well, that's like saying that you know a man's origin because you know how, you know where babies come from. Pretty much. That's all we know about Lion. She, she probably brought a dead lion back from the dead, but we don't know, like, A, why she was so attached to this lion, or how she developed this relationship with Lion. I mean... Or made a portal <laughs> in his mane? He's in a position of huge trust with Rose. Right, to just be an animal who definitely understands speech. So, yeah, I again, with this timeline... It's exciting to know that just they do have stuff planned out, even though the details are filled in by, uh, you know, every time a pair of storyboarders decides to sit down and work on an episode, there is there is a larger framework in place that prevents the sort of backtracking and meandering that a show like Adventure Time deals with. Uh, I mean, I've enjoyed that aspect of Adventure Time. You know, it's cool that the writers sort of have that flexibility to come up with whatever they want. But it's also cool in Steven Universe to know that there's an ultimate goal, uh, but it's a little more free than, say, like the Avatar series. Oh, yeah. Very focused on one specific thing. Right. Like a very specific narrative, but also not as loose as, say, like the Korra series, which because of production issues didn't have an overarching plot over its four seasons. So, you know... As far as we know, there haven't been any production issues plaguing the crew. <laughs> so uh, when those new round of episodes eventually come out, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, this timeline continue to be explored. Do you have any bold predictions for what what the future of this timeline might hold? What what might be happening thousands of years in the future? Oh GC? boy. Well, you see, I'm always crossing my fingers and hoping for Steven to ascend to the role of Pink Diamond. That's that's my that's my big whoa. Hope. I've never thought of that. (laughs) 
But, you know, even if I don't get that, what I want most of all is for a peaceful coexistence between Earth and the homeworld. My, my, my dream ending for the series is, uh, I'll say it again, uh, some gems showing up in Beach City to get fries from the fry shop. I, I think that would be just the best way. Just some, just some new gems from homeworld. We've never seen them before. We only learned their gem type in the credits. And they've come to Earth to get fries. I think that would tie the series together perfectly. Yeah. Whoa. If they pull another jailbreak and it's like a mirroring of laser light cannon again, but, but with homeworld gems this time, I mean, honestly, you said random gems. If I heard Patty Lapone say the bits to, <laughs> yes. to the fry, the Fryman, uh, that would, that would make my day. Yes. That I, I would, I would accept yellow and blue coming to earth for fry bits. I, I would definitely accept that. Although the pearls would probably have to be the ones at the counter for them, but eh. Eh. But, but you know, there's just knowing about all this history and even all this future uh, makes me reiterate my calls for the Steven Universe Media Empire. I mean, they can't start them right now because it would be silly for them to, like, s- start a miniseries about a crucial event in gem history when, like, in the main series, like, none of those elements have been hinted at. But once they have been hinted at, like, let us have it. Also, you know, you brought up the Evangelon idea of showing us uh, the future. You know, even if we never get a full resolution of Homeworld and Earth uh, within Stevens, or at least Stevens' friends and family's lifetimes, we could potentially see something with the use of a time stone. I feel like they may not have just had Steven in the Stevens just to make a joke, although that may have been where it started, they could potentially pull something like the Lemon Hope episodes from Adventure Time and uh, give us a glimpse uh, into yeah. some kind of future where, I mean, that I, I could imagine that being a really darker, just uh, intense scene of Steven somehow, you know, another time stone somehow becoming or being in his possession and then somehow seeing the way distant future, which could either be super bleak or... Maybe super hopeful, but that would probably be the only way I want to see the time stones introduced. Dealing, uh, messing with the past is usually, eh, it's a lot more tricky and less interesting and usually falls into more cliches than, than going into the future and seeing some future event. It would also be a lot more accurate than uh, Sapphire's future vision. So I'd be down for a little more accurate vision of the future. That would be an interesting twist where we learn that one of the characters is actually a time duplicate. That would be weird. Whoa, that would be weird. Also, I just thought of fusion between a sapphire and a sapphire. Could that enhance our ability to see into the Steven Universe timeline? Maybe. I mean, that would be a bigger, stronger sapphire, but the sapphires are supposed to have perfect future vision anyway. It's weird that our sapphire... Again, sapphire's future vision is even confusing as of uh, the out of this world where she says that no, our jailbreak will not succeed. When, in fact, they do rescue Greg successfully. So. Exactly. You know, so Sapphire can kind of see the paths of the future or whatever. So let's put two of them together. Or if you need four, I don't care. But stop seeing the paths. I want to see the exact deterministic future. No choice you can make can change the timeline. That would probably be really bad for the writers. They need to be able to... <laughs> it's pretty boring to just see something that'll happen and then it happens. But, uh, that you know, that'd be an interesting use of, of fusion power. But I do wonder about that number, 20,000 years. 
Like, and that includes some future years, too. So that means that right. by the time the Rebellion came around, like, I was expecting a much older Gempire. Like, maybe, maybe not 100,000 years, but, like, somewhere around there. Tens of thousands of years, at least. That just makes them strangely young, although it does kind of make sense when you consider how many planets the different diamonds are depicted as having, that they would be, in fact, a fairly young empire. Mm. Especially since for most of their history, they did not appear to have... Uh, the ability to reach a system at faster than light speed. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if we do some very hard and a little silly math, I'm thinking maybe, you know, the maximum we can extend this timeline into the past if we're given exactly 20,000 years is maybe 17,000. Because if we need thousands of years in the future to be promised, as per the exact text in the book, then I'm thinking 3,000, you know, 2,000 minimum, that's a couple thousand years. So some thousands, maybe 3,000 years in the future, and then a possible 17,000 in the past. I wonder if someone like Pearl has been around that long to see 17,000 years of history. I doubt it, though, because she said uh, that she started fighting alongside Rose Quartz. Yeah, she was only a couple thousand years old at the time. So. Mm. Unless they're way older than we know. But again, that's a question of was Rose Quartz truly made on Earth or not? Some weird things there as to whether she may really be from Homeworld or somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, Yellow Diamond seems convinced that Rose Quartz was made on Earth, and Bismuth seems convinced that she was made on Earth. So maybe maybe she does regard Homeworld as her true home, since she was made to serve that order. That's, that's always a possibility. That's a possibility. But we could keep on with the conspiracy theories just a little bit longer, because I'm cro- I still cross my fingers. I really do. <laughs> but the, the issue of the speed of them getting around when... Peridot mentions light kites. That makes me think that they didn't have faster than light travel back in Pearl's day, but they clearly must have to... Uh, let me put it this way. Their, their light kites were not starting from Homeworld's galaxy to get to Earth. <laughs> not if the Gempire is only like 15,000 years older than the Rebellion, or n- not even 15,000 years older. Right. I mean, they had to have done some expansion already out into space and worked their way out to Earth. I mean, who knows how long they had light speed tech. Of course, Gem's also, you know, a- an easy way for them to quickly build uh, space age technology and-, and not really be concerned for them is their lifespans, right? It doesn't really, they don't really care if they have yeah. to wait 400 years to get somewhere in space. It doesn't matter if they have to wait 400,000 years to get there, really. I mean, <laughs> it's just a matter of, is it worth the effort? Might get a little boring. <laughs> I mean, they don't even sleep, so who knows how they'd occupy themselves for that long. Tiddlywinks. And of course, we also don't know if there's other some other secret origin to the gems that we don't know about. Rebecca did have an original idea of them coming from another dimension. We don't know if perhaps their whole advanced technology, maybe they only came around 17,000 years ago. Who knows if there's some grander origin around that. Uh... We we don't even have an unsecret origin on the gems. We're just left with pure speculation on that. That's true. I mean, we weren't given an origin on humans either, but I'm going to guess organic life. We got, we got biogenesis and normal evolutionary processes so that's fine but gems uh what starts them they're not uh, they're not made of cells or there's no gem microorganisms that we know about so they don't seem very naturally occurring even though they are rocks hmm. i kind of i kind of like the hypothesis that the uh, gems or at least the diamonds were created and then the diamonds created the rest of the gems but have no idea 
how, how some they... of the core workings of a gem works. That's why pearls mm-hmm. have weapons, for instance. I'd be fine with just learning that information and leaving the diamond background mysterious. Ooh. Prequel series. <laughs> I mean, just prequel series is the answer to everything. Absolutely. It's like close air support. Can do so much with it. <laughs> we can wait another five to ten years for a Samurai Jack-like return of... Well, I hope it's not exactly a Samurai Jack return of... The first maybe half a follow of the up. return. <laughs> right. To Steven Universe. That could always happen. Steven grows a beard. <laughs> he, already, he already has one hair down, even yeah. though they haven't been drawing it. That'd probably be really distracting. Mabel got it. Who did? Mabel from Gravity Falls. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's my favorite episode of season one. <laughs> it's been a while since I saw that show. Wow. Yeah, so uh, what, what other possibilities do you see for us? I mean, it, again, I'm not sure how much we're going to get about the future of uh, the Steven Universe timeline, but uh, we, we do have the possibility to get that kind of a look in the far, far future just to see what's up. I, I still think that since this show has to be primarily from Steven's perspective, if they really, and I think they do really, want to dig into the past or the future, we got to have some story time, some more story time for Steven. I, I want to see a, I, I do feel it's a possibility to have a, a five episode arc. So you're thinking somebody comes back from the future to tell him, and then we get flash forward episodes instead of flashback episodes. That would be super interesting as well but either yeah either way future or past someone's got to be talking to him and i really don't want it to last a single episode there's not enough time maybe they could do that for telling something about the future but again why reference the thousands of years into the future unless unless it's just a you know they weren't being too serious about it you know there's no need to detail it on the map if it's just a one episode thing one you know a few notes about the future oh it's so so perplexing. I mean, she might not plan on using it. She just might know that this is what happens later, and she just wants to make sure that everything happens so that that future makes sense. Hmm. I mean, That's it might true. just be for personal reference. She doesn't necessarily have to plan on ever taking the series there. It's just like, she might never plan on giving me any of my prequel series, but she needs <laughs> to know how we got to where we started. I like that. You know, a creator gets obsessed with their creation, so... She would get into making the timeline, whether or not it showed up on the show. I mean, I'm I'm begging. I'm on my knees. Please give me the prequel series. I promise I'll be good. Honestly, I would not to throw any shade at Steven, but I'd love a, an extended look at the gem universe without needing Steven's perspective. Uh, be pretty cool. I mean, graphic novels, miniseries, web comics, whatever it takes. Ooh, I would love a graphic novel series featuring a little more uh, mature sort of style, just focusing on gems, past, present, or future. That would be very exciting. Oh, yes. Yes, it would be. Oh, well, everybody, join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Thank you for leaving a review on iTunes. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.